Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. That's it. We're starting things over. Yeah, we're starting things over. But, you know, it's like uh, it's like Groundhog Day or week because it's going to be nothing but rain the rest of the weekend. <laughs> A beautiful weekend fall in New England. Rain today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Highs in the 60s. It's 51 right now in downtown Springfield. But man, what a what a way to go out of the week. What a great show we got today. Not only open line yeah. Friday at 7 o'clock, a little bit earlier than normal, but also Dr. Wes Chesterson will be here after 8 o'clock. Do you think Mike Jones is up that early at 7? Mike Jones seems like the kind of guy that rolls out of bed at 7.59 and then waits for open line to start. I don't know. I think he's up all night. Yeah. Waiting on the phone, trying to like you know, dial the number, but leave like that one last number still ready to go, and then practicing going, Mike Jones. That's it. Got you again. Uh, also uh, joining us today, Chris Kelly and Beth Ward from MGM. We're going to talk Mayflower Marathon, a couple other things going on over there. Yeah, and uh, Joe Bonamassa tickets. Yeah, like we got uh, quite a show here. We hell did hell we do. How about- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50 in the Talking Heads with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. <laughs> heads. <laughs> talking. Uh, it's going to rain. It's going to suck all weekend long. Highs in the 60s. It's 51 right now. And This is like my, my beautiful picture I paint for the weather for the weekend. <laughs> you got stuff going on? Well, not anymore. Yep, it's all been ruined. It's all been ruined. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the... Hold on well, a second. I gotta, hold on. Before you do anything, I got to fix The pump. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, yes. Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, for the pump, and into the house. Hey. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. If you're a member of the Actors Union, you'd better think twice about your Halloween costume this year, because SAG-AFTRA is prohibiting members from dressing up as characters from struck content and posting images on social media, and that includes some of the year's hottest costumes, like Barbie and Wednesday Addams. The union asked members to, quote, choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures, like a ghost, a zombie, a spider, etc. Ryan Reynolds tweeted, quote, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old all night. (laughs) She's not in the union, but she needs to learn. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, would you really be considered a scab if you were dressed up as, like, a character? I mean, is is that a real union thing? So what they don't want happening is you supporting the rights like Disney owns the rights to a lot of these comic book characters like the uh, Marvel stuff or whatever it is okay so you can't dress up as uh, uh, what they, they use an example like Deadpool you can't dress up as Deadpool in order to to be that for Halloween that would be the easiest costume for Ryan Reynolds to wear let's say I'm on strike but I, uh, I work in Detroit okay and it's Halloween yeah would it be wrong for me to dress up as a UAW worker? Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I kind of like the way you're going with it. Yeah, like a like a shop steward. Would I, would that be like a, a a bad idea for a Halloween costume? Yeah, I think so. Shop steward or it's too uh, bad. Yeah, union rep. Well, the problem is when you're a when you're a union rep, you're nowhere near where everybody else is. You're like out on a business trip somewhere. It's a good point. My brother, uh, you know. Um, He's a union like steward or something like that, right? And uh, every every couple of years he goes on these trips. They take him to like Vegas, and then they hire like a band. They, the one year they hired Peter Noon, 
Wow. And, yeah, and uh, I they think... They spared it, no expense on that one, huh? And uh, the cherry popping daddies, you know, like... But but you're talking about a lot of money that they spend with these things. Oh, Peter Noon was dragging top dollar. And then you listen to my brother going, yeah, they're really trying to screw us out of money. And I'm like, as you're eating your $96 steak and watching... I'm in. Tell me, I'm into something good here up on stage. Did Peter Noon do the Henry the Eighth song? Because that's a good one. He did it all throughout dinner. How about Mrs. Brown? You got a lovely daughter. That's a toe tap. He did that for Did-y. cocktail hour. Good, yeah. good. Over and over and over again. Uh, Will Smith called his relationship with Jada Pinkett a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. He, he that that <laughs> that's just an excuse to say, yeah, it's all right. She's banging other dudes. That's cool. Especially my son's friends. <laughs> and I got to sit there and not say anything about it. He called it brutiful because it's both brutal and beautiful. I bet you she slaps him more than uh, he's slapped anybody else in his entire <laughs> life. That was like the one slap he got in. Yeah. You, then, you you know this wasn't his idea to not talk about this divorce. You no, know, you realize that. Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. all her. It's all her. Adina Menzel says there was a strain on her relationship with Tay Diggs because it was interracial. Quote, it seemed like there was a disappointment in the black community. I don't know. Adina mm-hmm. Menzel, she's that not a bad looking that. lady. I don't know, know what kind of disappointment anyone would have over that. Does she say let it go when she's ready to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't finish? Know. I don't really know what you're talking about. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. That would be kind of weird. It would be, wouldn't it? Of course, it would be weird to suddenly find yourself with Adina Menzel out of the blue, you know, just with her. I don't know. Physically. I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. One of these days, one of these, yeah. uh, one of these, uh, you know, uh, rich broads is going to come and say, hey, you know what? I like that guy right here. I like that stain on his shirt. Let me know how that works. Listen. I want to I want to see how that develops. Listen, if you envision something. Yes, if you manifest something, then the universe yeah. provides. I'm like that lady on TikTok that goes, you got this video, and it has no algorithm. You were meant to have this. It's the secret. Yeah. Now find out the secret in my next video. Yeah, the laws which of attraction you, are working for you perfectly. Which I will tell you how to get that in the next video after that. <laughs> for only thirty nine ninety five. Yeah. Uh, Rashad Jennings played seven seasons in the NFL, and he won uh, season 24 of Dancing with the Stars. So he's no slouch, but he sucks at Wheel of Fortune. Rashad made perhaps the worst attempt at solving a puzzle ever when he completed uh, when he competed on Wednesday night. The answer was driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino, and the only missing letter missing was the Q, and he guessed P. Ah. Uh. Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> Who is that? I've never seen that in my entire life. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't know his films, I suppose, then uh, how are you supposed to know it's Quentin? Uh, it's not exactly like a like a Bill or a Jim or, you know, a Fred. I don't know. I mean, I guess... I, I involve myself a lot with entertainment, so I would be I would know who Quentin Tarantino is. You would. But, but if he's he but if he's focused primarily on only football and dancing, he may never even consider Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I'm not I don't even really understand how people uh, don't pay attention to things like that. Quentin Tarantino. How would you not know who Quentin Tarantino is? I don't know. Uh, Gwen Stefani received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday after over 30 years of making music as a member of No Doubt and as a solo artist. So who paid for that, for her to have that star? She did. Yeah, right. Record exec Jimmy Levine 
Music uh, pioneer Irving Azoff and her uh, husband Blake Shelton spoke in her honor. When uh, it was uh, Gwen's turn at the podium, she said, quote, Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think this girl right here from Orange County would have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What are you talking about? You're the one who wrote the check. It just doesn't make sense to me. You're the one who (laughs) Venmoed the the price. It makes plenty of sense to you. Uh, She told a local news outlet, It means a lot. Since 17, I've been writing these songs and never thought anything would ever happen. Nine years being in the garbage... Doing what we wanted, not trying to make it, not trying to be a star. And the next thing you know, here we are. It feels like a flash. Yeah. You know what? You pay for it, and you get the star. It's as simple as that. And then her husband, Blake Shelton, said, I'm tapping that blonde over there. (laughs) That one's mine. Yeah. Can you believe it? She likes the chewing tobacco taste when she kisses me. (laughs) She loves my skull breath. Ooh, I like skull breath. (laughs) Mint or cherry. I'm mentholated. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kim Kardashian uh, loves flying back and forth on her private jet every week to London to watch soccer. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had, uh, I saw this many balls kicked around was when I gave Ray J a punch to the turkey skin handbag in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.99. Gobble, gobble. Big and fat. <laughs> and Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty to your, with your mother, Chris Kim, but she once gave me a nut hug to the cod sack. A little South Jersey sandbag action. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is she gave me a testy, ticklin' scrotummy scrambler. <laughs> Isn't that on the menu at Denny's? <laughs> no, it's that's an Applebee's dish. <laughs> you dip them in the fondue, my little chipmunk-cheeked Black & Decker pecker-wrecker. <laughs> I'm like that skunk on those, uh, yeah, right, on those yeah. Looney Tunes. And that's your Hollywood <laughs> trash at Rockwell Do I? And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be quite honest with you. I've been torn this week in trying to determine my weekend plans. I have been in the midst of a difficult inner struggle. While I have been confronted with multiple options to choose from, I have been deeply tormented by the difficult choice of whether to attend tomorrow's New England Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony or whether I should go see the Taylor Swift movie instead. Now, up until yesterday, this was an impossible decision. Do I readily join in the celebration of the impending enshrinement of longtime Patriots offensive line coach Dante Sarnecchia and former Patriot linebacker Mike Vrabel? Or do I bite the bullet and watch the uplifting film documentation of Tay-Tay's thrilling history-making pre-Travis Kelsey performance during her highly anticipated Eras concert tour? Tough choice. That was until yesterday when I learned that due to the forecast of inclement weather, the Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony has been moved indoors and will therefore no longer be open to the public. I happen to be part of the public. And now, because of a threat of a few raindrops, the ceremony is only open to people like family and friends and those associated within the team. Listen, I've seen the Patriots play in every possible meteorological situation imaginable. Snow, rain, high-velocity winds, blinding fog, and yet they chose to close the ceremony off to the public, the very public that sat through all of that 
for the last 50 years. Please, even Taylor Swift played Foxborough in the pouring rain and she didn't back off like a bunch of tender former football players. She kept going with a more exciting production of momentum than the entire Patriots offense has seen this entire season. And yet, they're moving the ceremony indoors, shutting off the rest of us to stand outside. In other words, I guess the decision over my weekend plans have been suddenly made for me. While I would have loved to have spent the day in Foxborough, I will instead be watching Taylor on film during a solemn period in her life when she probably couldn't identify Travis Kelsey in a police lineup. So thanks to the Patriots for leaving me with no other choice, no other options, but to enjoy the greatest damn concert film ever recorded. I sure hope you stay dry, because I promise to be moistened by my tears. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only sells steel chainsaws, Rocky's services and repairs steel chainsaws. Ego battery powered chainsaws too. Need your chain sharpened? Get expert service with a trained chainsaw technician at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 in Rush with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, you're in for a lovely, lovely New England weekend filled with rain showers and highs <laughs> in the 60s. It's uh, going to rain all weekend long. Uh, Monday will be nice, though. It'll be 51 right now in downtown Springfield. I mean, the days you need nice weather, you're not going to get nice weather. The day you don't need it, you're going to get it. So oh, that makes any sense. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, if you're going to be listening to the podcast later on today, you should know that it's brought to you by Marcot Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcot Ford in Holyoke. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty important that we mentioned that. Yeah, no, I should have I should have mentioned it uh, like a half hour ago, but I listen. We're idiots. failed. It's you can't rely on us for anything. <laughs> and yet for some reason there are people stupid enough to believe that we'll deliver a uh oh are you ready for a uh a, a survey sure are you sure yeah i guess uh, so survey said. uh a new poll found that listening to this radio station could be one of the highlights of your day says who uh says people Someone had asked thousands of people to rank the top unexpected moments of delight that can happen any given day. So something you never saw coming that instantly puts you in a better mood. Oh, people turn us on. They're like, oh, I love these guys. It's gonna make this my- show? Maybe not this particular oh, show. I was going to say. I-, I think it's the Tom Petty that really brings people in. Oftentimes it does. They're people that love Tom Petty. God rest his soul. You know, we should be a country station because we're like cowboys just wrangling up listeners. You know, that Tom Petty and the Led Zeppelin. I think if you found us in a country station, you wouldn't be rounding yeah. up listeners. The average person has two of those moments a week, uh, and hearing your favorite song on the radio made the top five. It didn't say your favorite uh, morning show. Uh, but finding money in a pocket. I've done that. My, I, my kids... Uh, have learned that I keep dollar bills in my pocket and I forget to take them out of the laundry and then they tumble and around in the dry. I'm laundering money. Yeah, you know I know. What I was going to say, that's yeah, a yeah, classic yeah. joke, isn't uh, it? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I uh, I always forget and uh, and they, they pick up uh, the little dollars. I'm making their day all, uh, all the time. You know, uh, not that long ago, I had to uh, wear a uh, a jacket, a blazer, to uh, to dress up at some event, yeah. some thing that had to... I don't even remember what the hell it was, but I remember having to try the jacket on just to see if it, you know, still fit around uh, my big masculine frame. And I reached into the uh, the jacket pocket, 
Pulled a ten a ten dollar bill. Oh, look at that! How about Luck, that? Lucky ten. It's like ten days of good luck. Yeah, little Hamilton in your pocket. Nothing wrong with that. Never man. I'll anybody. tell you what, that was a that was a good day. Other things uh, that make you happy: getting a surprise refund. Actually, I've had I had that happen to me a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I paid like six hundred bucks for this um, this visit uh, for my shoulder to. Uh, an orthopedic place, like the place that, you know, the the ones that work on your bones and all that stuff. Right. And uh, I paid like 600 bucks because that's what they calculated. And I don't like to have outstanding bills. So when somebody says to me, hey, you need to, this is going to cost you, this is your portion is going to cost you 600 bucks. Well, a whole year goes by. And surprisingly, I got a refund check going, oh, yeah, uh, it would only cost $100. It didn't cost, you didn't have to pay this whole. Dude, they gave you a $500 refund? They gave me a $500 refund. Wow. uh, That was last October. That's unbelievable. And I'm almost all the way through it. (laughs) Not that you're cheap, but you spend slow. How about a random compliment from a stranger? Does that make you feel good? Uh, sometimes it does, but then sometimes I wonder what's wrong with this person that makes them yeah. feel that way. Yeah, because we usually deal with random insults that uh, from people we don't know. Yeah, like strangers. What what radio station you on? Yeah, I've never heard it. I never heard that before. Yeah, I've listened. I don't care very much for that. Yeah, that's an awful show, but I'm still a fan of your Facebook page, and uh, I still listen every day. Whatever happened to that one guy? Which guy are you talking about? I don't know. You got, you got to line them up. Uh, someone that lets you jump in front of them in line. I don't really like that. No, I don't. I, feel I don't like either. I'm a line piggy. Yeah, me too. Even if I've got like only one item, I'm not the kind of person that's, that that believes I should be in in front of you. I said, no, no, no. You you are here first. I go. will do it for somebody else. If I got like twelve items and the other person behind me only has one, mm-hmm. I'm saying, go ahead. You can go ahead. It's no big deal. I can wait an extra couple of seconds. You know, I'm uh, I'm uh, very very uh, pleased by yeah. you know, when somebody as like if I'm in a restaurant and someone says uh, w- I've got the bill. Yeah, that's never actually happened. I'm just trying to you know you know when plant the seed. That? So if you ever see me out at a restaurant, you know you could pay my bill and I'd be very grateful. A random stranger doesn't matter. You don't yeah. even have to identify yourself. You can just pay it for me. Yeah. I mean, I've never had that happen to me, but if it does, you know, you'll get my undying support. I've done that for somebody before. We have too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a whole family one time and uh I just uh, and I had uh, I had won some money on a scratch ticket, like 500 bucks. Wow. So uh it was and it was a cheap uh, you know, like mm. Chinese food place. So I, I paid for the family on the way out. That yeah. was like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. They were, they were nice people. They seemed to be really nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. They're very kind of you. Well, I'm just trying to get into heaven. <laughs> you, you, know. you have to work yeah. double time on that one. Uh, hearing your baby's first word. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I always like the milestones. Yeah. You know, like uh, you know, the first time they... Uh, they went to the potty without me having to to say go use the potty. That they did it on their bad. own. Now that's a that's a that's a reward yeah. right there. But it, but there are also times when you know there's great disappointment, like the very day they stopped taking a nap. That was the worst. That was the worst day of my life. Hitting every green light. Yeah, that's pretty good. I've been trying to do that, and I haven't figured out the formula yet. For like, what exact time do I have to go down Sumner Avenue for all the lights to be green? Because sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I got to figure out what exact minute that is. 
You know what I have uh, great luck with? What? And when this happens, it always turns my day around. I don't care what kind of crap day I may have had. When this happens, and it happens a lot to me, and I don't know why, totally turns the, the way around. When I get the fat spot in the parking lot, the fat yeah. spot is, you know, you're a fat guy, you don't want to walk that far, so it's usually like the first or second spot closest to the front door of wherever you're trying to go. Dude, that's like hitting the jackpot as far as I'm concerned. I do it all the time. I did it the other day. You know, we went to uh, to White Lion, yeah, and I had to go from uh, from White Lion to uh, the Student Prince, yeah. I parked right on Main Street. Me too. The first, the, the like right right on the corner, like right across the street from the fort. So it's like a, within stumbling distance of my car. Didn't have to bother anybody. Look at you. I was I was like I can't believe how lucky I got. Brand I, uh, brand new car. Always worried it's going to get dinged. You know, and, and, and like it, untouched. Perfect. I uh, I got one kitty corner right to the white line the other night too myself right on Main Street. Fantastic. Yeah, I say. Uh, See, but I, I but I knew I was going to two places and I want to be closer to the fort than the white lion, so I you know parked like literally right across from Main and Fort Street. I say hail Mary full of grace. Let me find a parking space, and then all of a sudden somebody drives out. From you know what that virgin yeah. does provide. Yeah, she I, really truly does. I heard that on a, I heard that on laser. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got that from. Well, at least someone's hearing it. And uh, and getting upgraded, like on a plane or a hotel. I got upgraded to first class that time. Uh, yeah, coming back from Atlanta, that was fun. I told you when the last time I met went to Milwaukee, I my uh, my flight got in early, <laughs> mm-hmm. like a couple hours early, and they upgraded my rental car. Sweet. I was gonna drive around a little crappy, uh, you know, you know, crap tin you know, hellhole yeah. of the thing, and they upgraded me to like a like a forerunner. I couldn't believe it. But be on the other side of that. Yeah, when your when your flight is two hours late and you get in there and they don't have any other cars except what happened to me was all we got is this fifteen passenger uh, van for me and two kids. <laughs> all so we, we have is this unyet ex- exploded seventy three Pinto. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, I wasn't gonna argue with the guy at like midnight at the airport in Tampa. So I said, okay, I'll take the 15-passenger van, please. <laughs> it was like driving the church van. I had the kids yeah. singing. Oh, like, hey, do you know, uh, it's going to be a <laughs> Yeah, it was like uh, Ned Flanders driving around a bunch of kids over southwest Florida. <laughs> and there you go. That's things that make you happy. It's 623 on Rock 102. By texting to... It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hello, a show today. Dr. Wes Chesterson is going to join us after 7 o'clock, which means we will move open line Friday from 8 o'clock until seven o'clock so if you're planning on being a part of it at eight no you're going to want to be a part of it at seven plus we also also have uh, joe bonamassa tickets to give away and we got uh chris kelly and beth ward from mgm coming man in it's like one hell of a show we it's, got this morning you know what it, it, it it's a hell of a show mm-hmm. that's that's what we're giving you today it's like a hell of a good cheese hard to believe yeah, hard to believe it's taken five days to get here but this today we're giving you a good show we should be sponsored by the hell of a good cheese company because it's a hell of a good show I, I like their dips. I like their dips, too. I'm a big fan of the dips. And we're dips, so that makes even more sense. Yes. Do you do you dips want to laugh? I do. There you go. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. A uh, 21-year-old Texan was still a virgin. So he traveled to a brothel in Dallas to see what he had been missing, right? Okay. So he got to the address of a very reputable place, and in no time at all, he was in bed with a very attractive hooker. She sensed he was uh, very inexperienced, so she took his hand and placed it on her moneymaker. <laughs> okay. Is that what you're looking for? And he goes, 
I don't know, ma'am. I'm a stranger in these parts. Get it? Yeah. He's a stranger in these parts. Yeah, right. That's the joke. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it. A stranger in these parts. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's dissect this and find out why this was not funny. <laughs> w- was it because I just got it two seconds ago before um, we went on the air? No, I don't think that was it. Are you thinking that was it? Was I, it the... Was it the joke itself was not funny? I think uh, uh, it was so uh, sublime. Maybe the setup wasn't good. Maybe it was like uh, the, the there's something was, there's something more about the cowboy we should have found. Yeah, out. Yeah, the setup was was a little short, but the, the but the punchline was almost you know too sublime. Like you almost yeah. had to think twice before you could react. Sublime. You know we're actually playing them right now. Oh Jesus! Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that's classic rock? I'm just trying to get uh, attention away from this bad joke that I just told. <laughs> Ta-da! Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. You hey, are uh, welcome, Steve. Uh, her horrifying story out of Northampton. A man was arrested after stabbing a woman in Northampton on Thursday afternoon. According to the Northwestern DA's office, 41-year-old Russell Scott Mayo of Ware was arrested Thursday afternoon after the Northampton police captain ran out of the Center Street station upon hearing a woman scream near the corner of Masonic and Center Streets after being stabbed in the neck with needle-nose pliers. The attack took place just after 2 p.m. The victim, who was bleeding profusely, informed the captain that she had been assaulted by a man who was known to her. Nearby bystanders quickly intervened, holding down Mayo until another officer arrived to make the arrest. Mayo is expected to face charges of attempted murder, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon in violation of a protective order, and two counts of violating an abuse prevention order. He will be arraigned in Northampton District Court on uh, uh, today. Uh, the victim received initial treatment at the scene, was later brought to Bay State Medical Center for further medical attention. As of now, she is reported to be in stable condition. Uh, That's scary. Well, that. he clearly had some kind of restraining order against him already. And this was the probably you're not going to talk to me, you know, that kind of bull crap uh, going on. But, man, right in the middle of the street in the middle of the day, thank God there was people around there to hold the guy back. It was right in front of the police station. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I think you got to be pretty crazy to do something like that. With needle nose pliers. Uh, some good news. Two juveniles have been charged in connection with hazardous material that was found on the Bliss Park Bliss Park Bliss Park the Bliss Bliss Park Park playground in June. They were juveniles. My tongue is as slippery as the slide. Yeah, I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, According to the Hamden DA's office spokesperson Jim Lydon, a uh, Hamden County grand jury returned indictments criminally charging two juveniles with four counts of each of assault and battery on a child with injury and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. They were also charged with vandalism due to their age. Their identities cannot be released. On June 11th, four children were injured, some having burn-like injuries after they left the park. The chemical was determined to be muriatic acid, which is a diluted solution of hydrochloric acid that was poured on the three slides on the playground. During the investigation, it was discovered that the pump room in the basement of the pool had been broken into. Two of the fences were climbed over and a ventilation shaft was torn off. The suspects had gotten into the pool room through the ventilation shaft. The pool room contained chemicals that were poured onto the slides. 
You know, um, whenever a, a youth, uh, a young rapscallion decides to do something that he is thinking is hilarious and it winds up injuring people, uh, you know, like severely injuring people, you cannot uh, continue to be thought of as a lovable rapscallion. You are then forever known as the little dirtbag that broke in yeah. and tried to tried to harm people. Sorry, you got a reputation. Now. Yeah, you know what? You, and you've earned that reputation, and it will follow you for many years to come. The uh, town of Longmeadow, along with Mass DEP, uh, had a specialty contractor and an environmental engineering firm clean the place based on other materials. And, of course, the park has since reopened. The uh, district attorney, Galuni, said the Longmeadow Police and Fire Departments, along with my office, did a remarkable job in investigating the incident. They don't say how they caught them. I would like to know, was it surveillance video or was it other kids giving them up? I mean, I'm sure they're probably not going to release that information no. right now, but it would be ni- it would be interesting to see after this is all done when it's, they're in court uh, how they got them. I'm speculating, but uh, it's probably a combination of of both. I find it impossible to imagine there's no security cameras on a on a playground where there's liability involved. And on the other hand, I can't imagine that these two little idiots, uh, you didn't you know start to start telling all their friends what they did. You know, I can see them not having cameras. That's like, um, remember Stanley Park where that little uh, jerk kid killed the, he killed the, uh, wasn't a goose, what is it, swan? He was a duck, a swan. Killed the swan. Yeah. A swan don't want to hurt nobody. Or was it a duck? Was it just a duck? No, it was a swan. He killed a swan. So now when you go to Stanley Park, there's cameras everywhere down there in that same area, and I'm sure there's more in other places. I find that that really weird that that you you have a pool and you have playground equipment. Yeah. Plus, you know, tennis courts and athletic fields, and and there's nothing that would – and there's no surveillance. Like yeah. you know, to me, you know, that's one of those things where just the this the liability, the insurance well, liability of having that would and, require some sort of you know camera and, operation. And there might be cameras there. Yeah, I know. But there also might be gra- too grainy of a video to you know yeah. pinpoint who it is. So then they go around the neighborhood, and this is how they do these things. This is how they find people. They get somebody's ring camera from two blocks away, mm-hmm. and they match it all together with all the other ring cameras on the street. And hey, do you have a ring camera that went off at you know this time of the day? And then they can track that car. It's actually pretty. It's like putting a puzzle together. I know, but it, there's <sighs> there's always someone who knows. Yeah. There's always someone who knows, and and you know this is. I mean, this is like a ridiculous thing these kids did. Two can Sam always knows. You follow the nose. That's right. Yes, it always knows. Yes, because uh, Fruit Loops are definitely part of this story. Well, you, I, I, you, you, it's little things that trigger little pop-ups in my brain. <laughs> you know those Family Guy cutaways? Yeah. That's my brain all the time. I I'm know. I'm always going into different places. Yeah, they have a medication for that. Yeah, I don't want that medication. You sure you don't want that medication? No, it's making me money. So that's, uh, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take the mental illness over sanity. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, 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 I'll tell you what, yeah. your chemical imbalance yeah. is money in the is, is money in my pocket. Oh, I, I, I've been uh, chemical being chemically unbalanced since before it was cool. <laughs> Everybody's chemically imbalanced now. Yeah, everyone's doing, doing it. it. I was doing it twenty years ago. <laughs> the uh, Springfield police are asking for the public's help and to identify a person of interest in connection with the deadly fire on Grover Street Monday morning. This is what I was talking about about getting cameras from different right. people's homes. 
According to the two, uh, Springfield Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvi, around 5.15 a.m., crews were called to 118 Grover Street for reports of fire and two people trapped inside. Calvi said there is evidence that the smoke alarms were not working in the home at the time of the fire. The Hamden DA's office said that an adult woman was taken to Bay State where she died due to her injuries. An adult man was taken to Bay State and then flown to Boston with serious injuries. Investigators are asking residents in the area to check their surveillance cameras between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. on Monday the 16th for anyone who may appeared on them. The person uh, of interest is pictured on their Facebook page uh, for the Springfield Police Department. The DA's office said due to the camera, the clothes you may you, the clothes you see may not match what this person was wearing or what you may see on camera. Grover Street is located in the Liberty Heights neighborhood of Springfield. It's connected to Armory and Liberty Streets. If you have surveillance cameras in the neighborhood, you're asked to check them and then alert police if you find something on there. Uh, 14 cows are dead after a cattle trailer that was transporting cows from Maine to Ohio rolled over on I-84 in Newtown, Connecticut early Thursday morning. State police said troopers responded to the exit 10 off-ramp on I-84 West around 3.26 a.m. after the truck, which was carrying 44 cows, rolled over. The Department of Agriculture said eight cows died in the crash and six were euthanized and 30 survived. The state veterinarian was called, and the decision to euthanize the six cows was made because of the injuries they suffered and the risk of exposure to hazardous conditions. The veterinarian requested that troopers euthanize the cows, and they were euthanized at the scene. That's like this cop's greatest dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finally get to use this service weapon. I'm going to kill a bunch of cows. You know, I, I, I don't mean to sound insensitive in any way, because this is a tragic yeah. story. Cows are beautiful, majestic beasts, you know, God's creatures, and uh, you know, my heart bleeds for all the cows that uh, did not make this horrible uh, tragedy. But does the state of Connecticut have a move-over law? Oh, I knew you were going there. I think, pow! <laughs> you think, uh, you think uh, as that cop was just popping off cows he was like i got a beef with you i got a beef with you i got a now you're ground beef oh jeez that's even better yeah you know i don't feel good about any of these jokes i really don't because again yeah cows are beautiful well no the veterinarians walking around to the healthy ones and they're like i like this one he moves like jagger the police were calling us an utter tragedy oh Hey, get out of the hay! <laughs> We're really milking this one, aren't we? Oh, hey, Sarge! With all these cows cl- clobbered together, is this a milkshake? No, but some of those cows sure got creamed. Oh. Again, I don't feel good about any of these jokes, but no. if I don't get them out of my system, it's just gonna—you know—it's gonna eat me alive. Well, it got- really is. You gotta milk this story for all it's worth. Ah. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be rainy with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 60. It is 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. <laughs> rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's just about 649 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 62 and a lovely New England rainy weekend all weekend long. It's 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, on uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest has been uh, Frederick Soraya from the uh, band Data Rock. Really cool uh, band out of Norway. 
you got an amazing story uh, that you can uh, check out. But next week on Monday, we'll be talking to uh, drummer Simon Phillips, who has played with everybody from The Who, Peter Gabriel, Jeff Beck, Frank Zappa, Toto, Brian Eno, Tears for Fears, Judas Priest. The list of accomplishments by this guy are staggering. And that'll be available on Monday on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Uh, you getting ready for Halloween? Yeah, we got a party to go to. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not at a bar this year. It's actually at somebody's house. So, yeah. uh, yeah, we got the, we got a costume set and I'm supposed to bring a dip. A dip? I'm making a dip. You mean your wife's bringing the dip? You. I'm with this dip right here. No, I'm making a dip. Yeah. And uh, uh, bringing it along. But that's uh, that's our plan for Halloween. Um, there's uh, I'm doing the the the, the Halloween celebration. Uh, yes, over at the Rumble seat. Yeah, the the event that was uh, taken away from me. I don't think it was taken away from you, Bax. I think it was just shifted to someone else. Me. Hmm. But anyway, well, ain't that a kicking ahead? I uh, I got my costume uh, ready. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, Should I just tell you what it is? It's totally up to you. Yeah, I can tell. It's no big deal. I, I needed something that I wasn't going to be, like, hot in. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I I mean, we, we're, I'm going to be doing something. It's not like the old days where I was, uh, you know, uh, shoving down shots of Jägermeister and, uh, you know, uh, Natty Ice. Yeah. And, and, well, and I think it's different hammered. when I think it's different when you're not cooling yourself down with a cool malt yeah. liquor drink. One year I was David Wells because I kind of pitcher. Like, yeah. Back in the day, I kind of looked like David Wells, you know, in the younger years. You still kind of look like David Wells. I kind of look like David Wells after all the money ran out. Um, <laughs> and all yes. I got, is, all I got, is this baseball glove and an empty bottle of booze and a bunch yeah. of memories that are fading with every um, passing day. But uh, I'm gonna go because you know, a bald guy. I'm yeah. gonna go with the uh, the Walter White look. I'm gonna go with uh, you know with the hat and the and the glasses, uh-huh. and the, you know the sunglasses and the uh, the bomber jacket. You bringing any props with you, like uh, say uh, like a bag of glass or uh, nah, like a pizza box? Nah, you know what? I don't even know if people are gonna pick up on it. I don't know if I should wear like a Breaking Bad shirt uh, because I'm not shaving. Like like he had the goatee like that covered the mouth. You know? Yeah, but uh, no, you could. I mean, you could pass for like a like a more muscular Walter White. And I was thinking about dyeing the goatee red, you know, because then he have like a reddish hue to his. It had a hue, but I don't know if I want to do that because then we got the bright nights ball like two weeks later. Yeah, I don't think you want to. I don't, don't, don't want to dye that. anything that's gonna make it look like a. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like a creepy leprechaun look. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. No. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't die anything. So I'm gonna do the. Uh, I'm gonna do the Walter White thing. Well, uh, a lot of people out there saying they're not even dressing up this year. Sixty-three percent of adults said they're not gonna dress up. Really? Yeah. And another fourteen percent haven't decided if they're going. They're going. They're going. Going to or not. Twenty-two percent say they will be in Halloween costume this year. Most of them are younger adults. Only five percent of folks sixty-five or older are actually into it. Uh, and a whopping 88% of boomers say they're definitely not dressing up. And they probably turn their lights off. Yeah. And they probably get out of my yard. I got a, a cousin. Uh, she's actually my first cousin. And uh, she's wicked into Halloween. Yeah. Like, she and her husband, like, like that's their wedding anniversary. Yeah. They got married on Halloween. And it was a costume wedding. Yeah. And I went as a first cousin. That was the most convincing 
costume you ever saw. A first cousin? Yeah. <laughs> I just wore normal clothes and uh, didn't participate in the costume contest, the costume party part of it. But uh, she's the kind of woman that like, has like you know a couple thousand dollars of decorations on her front yard invested into Halloween. There's so many people that get into it. Well, like- there's I don't know if you've seen uh, the things that are out now, like these big gigantic... Uh, skeletons are like you know like 20 feet high yeah somebody was telling me those things are like 300 bucks yeah i don't know if that's true but they're saying like it's 300 bucks to have something in your front yard that someone could steal Steal. and take down well i mean you're hoping that nobody does that no you'd have to be a jerk to do that but i I, but nevertheless i mean i i just don't i just can't see myself being that invested into any one particular holiday that i would put up a 300 hour well, Yo, some people are just, prop. they're hooked on, she got, you said she had a wedding on Halloween. She's, she's unbelievably yeah. into it. Yeah. God bless her. I love her to pieces, oh. but my God, it's, it's excessive. A wedding on Halloween is bad. I'm actually glad you brought this up. Uh, I talked about this, uh, about my gift to my niece who's getting married. She's getting, uh, and I, I'm not going to be able to go cause it's right in the middle of the Mayflower marathon. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like it's the weekend of like it's the eighteenth. It's like, you know, and it's the weekend like, before, yeah. And it's down south and it's, you know, it's costly to travel and all that other stuff. So I'm not gonna go. Right. And uh now it turns out that none of my siblings can go. None of them. None of them. Maybe maybe one is gonna go. Is this like the, the child of one of your siblings? It, yeah, it's 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 so what okay. There's th- the three of us were invited. My sister, it's my sister's kid, one of my sister's kids, right? So she's obviously going, right? But the rest of us are not going to be able to make it. Well, first of all, you're all over the country. Yeah, that's the that's the first problem. Well, the the, the, uh, the kid was seemingly upset that uh, nobody was coming, and I go, first of all. You're having a wedding the week before Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know, you know, how, how much you expect yeah. people to have leeway when they might have already had travel plans or, or for the following week or whatever. I mean, I don't understand why you're do- – I mean, it's, obviously, it's a, it's a cost-saving thing because it's a lot cheaper to get married in November right. than it is to get married in a May or a October. So – yeah, but but you're not going because you don't like the kid, right? You're, you're right. going because of the inconvenience of it. Plus, you've got all the plans. Well, it's like the, you, the you, thing we got a whole weekend full of events that we have scheduled, yeah. and I can't miss those things because this is something that we do every year. This is part of the gig, right? Uh, that, that that's that's how our that's how I measure my years of being here is. How many Mayflower marathons we've been part of? Like two or two. It's Even though I can't. Or it's either yeah, twenty nine, twenty eight, or thirty one. But I'm like, I, I don't know how you can expect people to just drop everything and go. Well, I think in most cases, if it's if it's a a wedding in which people from out of town have to come in, you have yeah. to assume that most of those out of town guests just are not going to be able to go. Right. And you have to assume that. And yeah. so if they say we can't make it. You, you can't be upset about it. I mean, you're you're asking someone to make a, like a tremendously big financial sacrifice and, and, and to she go, li- and she lives 1,200 miles away. That's that that's really kind of the thing. If it was like a weekend in Connecticut or something, I would definitely yeah, go to that. Sure, it's just too far away. I don't know these these kids. They they want everything. Listen, their fairy tale wedding is going to go on whether you show up or not. So. Yeah. 
You know, that's like one less plate you got to feed somebody. If she had just held it on Halloween, we would uh, we wouldn't have all <laughs> yeah, these. Yeah, you have no plans on Halloween. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that. We just kind of wind up. Yeah, it doesn't really into, matter. No. You know what it is? This what? is like a this is like a like a placemat or like a like a, a placeholder as we yeah. get ready for Open Line Friday. Yes, which is coming up in a matter of minutes. And I want to hear from the people of whether or not you think Back should do five minutes at the, the comedy show oh. that we're having on November second at yeah, MGM. My God. Yeah, so apparently uh, that'll be among the topics that we will discuss on Open Line Friday, which is coming up in moments. It's 657 or Rock 102. Do big name dealerships have your outdoor power headquarters? Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks in the world of sports, it has always been my opinion that if you're not cheating, you're simply not playing to win. Sure, cheating while technically unethical is simply a way of creatively seeking an unfair advantage over potential opponents if that's so wrong i don't want to be right speaking of which right now the world of college football has been thrown into chaos following allegations that the second ranked team in the nation the michigan wolverines have been using an intricate practice that has been banned from college football for the last 31 years According to reports, a low-level Michigan staffer, a former U.S. Marine named Connor Stallions, has been accused of orchestrating a complex sign-stealing operation that head coach Jim Harbaugh claims he knew nothing about whatsoever. Specifically, Stallions is being targeted for violating a specific NCAA rule about scouting future opponents in person for the specific purpose of stealing signs from other teams. This is a direct violation of NCAA bylaw 11.6.1, which prohibits off-campus, in-person scouting of future opponents, particularly in the same season. And because he's denying any knowledge of what's been going on, Harbaugh could be in violation of NCAA bylaw 11.1.2.1, in which a head coach is presumed to have knowledge of what is occurring in his program, therefore can be held responsible for the actions of his staff and individuals associated with the program. In other words, there's a very good chance these guys are screwed. My question is, who do these guys think they are? The New England Patriots? Yes, cheating is perfectly fine, but cheating without any recollection or respect of the rules and regulations of the game is a reckless disregard of trying to get away with things. This has been a rule that has been set in place since 1994, a rule that Jim Harbaugh has known about for his entire coaching career. If you're going to send a guy out of town to scout teams that are on your schedule to steal their signs, you have a better, have a pretty good plan about how not to get caught because that's where competitive cheating tends to fail. Sure, it's a blatant violation of the rules, but it also shows an appalling lack of planning and orchestration. And that's where I find this to be completely unforgivable. But hey, and never mind yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I'm looking at the Ego Battery Power Leaf Blower, now $2.99 at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. I'm looking at the Rocky's website. You can go to the Rocky's app or pick up a flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a really crappy weekend, starting with rain today and rain all the way through Sunday with a high of 62. It is 51 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, 
It's Open Live Friday! 293-1021. That's the number to call. Let's establish a couple of rules before we dive right into this. No filthy language. No hate speech. Mm-mm. None of that stuff. I will bounce you like... Like a, like a like, bumble. Like a bumble in the Rudolph thing. The bumbles bounce. Yes. Absolutely. All right, so let's uh, let's hit the phones already because they're nah, already uh, they're already good. kind of blowing up here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's the Hawkman back. How you doing? Uh, good, Hawkman. How are you? Well, I'm doing okay after my near death experience yesterday. Oh, tell us about your near death experience. Hello. I'm here. Yeah, uh, your near death experience. Go ahead. Yeah, I was on the rail show yesterday in my wheelchair. Going to Walmart and some guy in some big truck leaving Lowe's nearly took me out. And, and a tr- yeah. okay, so a truck nearly hit you. Yeah, a truck nearly hit me. I don't know. Did you have the right of way? Well, there's no traffic signs down there. I don't know. Well, no. then, then someone better start uh, getting busy on the rail trail. Make sure there's some traffic signs out there. Yeah. You better watch out. You might get paralyzed. What's the worst thing that could happen? That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's terrible. I cannot even feel good about making fun of that. You guys are making fun of it. You know, they're there. I'm here. I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Well, I'm glad you survived. I'm glad glad you survived a a near crash. Good for you. Oh, and Bex, are you trying to kill my mother or something? No. You want me to buy her a pony? Listen, you said that you want to send me a surprise. I said, don't. Save your money. Why don't you buy your mom something nice? You know, she's a doting mom. You Get her a pony or a flamethrower, something she can actually use. You're trying to kill her? No, I'm trying to make sure she has fun in her life. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Little, like a po- uh, who doesn't want a pony or a flamethrower? Yeah, that, that sounds like fun stuff. Yeah, who doesn't want an animal that could buck you off very easily and then you would be uh, you yeah. know, uh, debilitated for the rest of your life? <laughs> I know. It's like, I, it's like I don't know anyone that knows that problem, you know? Yeah, yeah all right. All, all right, right man. man. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Bye, guys. All right. There you go. Rock 102, go. Go. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Joey from Casket Company. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. from the Casket Company. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, I just want to call and say happy Friday and give a shout out up here at the Casket Company in Florence. The Casket Company. You're making caskets? Yes, sir. What uh, what do you what do you got in a in a five eleven? In a five eleven, let's see. We got an octagon. Or yeah. We got an ortho. It depends on what your religion is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you know the uh, the casket company. They'll never let you down. Yeah, uh, you can find That's those right. at bed. You can you can Happy find Friday. you can find those at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> That's why they call it that. That's the Beyond part. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? This is Baxi's neighbor, Wilbraham. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, a very good use of the rules of the college football. That's very, that's very, uh, very good studying there about getting into the eleven point one and all that jazz. Oh, dude, listen, I uh, I've got them uh, committed to memory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you looked up the rules on the internet or something. What? 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 What are you, what are you trying to cheapen my art? Yeah. <laughs> well. I used to do the same with the U.S. Code with federal statutes. I used to know federal law like 
bankruptcy code title 11 like the back of my hand but, yeah it's yeah. almost it's almost a shame that we don't have more time because i could you and i could be talking about those kinds of uh, those kind of bylaws and regulations all day long like like we're like a walking couple of manuals i know it and it takes years to develop that shit Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah, 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 thanks there you a lot. Go. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, right, right, right. What was the law? What was the rule? Yeah, I told you about the profanity. What was that all about? Yeah. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Mike Jones. Oh, I'm back. Okay. He's not Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? You talking to me? Hey, hey, now we're talking business. What's up? Hey, it's George from Agawam. Um, I'm still kind of depressed that Steve pulled back the curtain all of, uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, Wizard of Oz, yeah. and um, it's kind of weird of a request, but it would be kind of funny if he went back to being Mark from West Springfield and just to phone in some jokes when the phone callers like me are kind of lame, you know? I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Pull that back, back, back into a curtain. What are you talking about? Oh, all right. So, <laughs> hey. Uh, Play along, George, who's okay? In, who's... Who's the biggest? Who's the biggest knight at the uh, round table? I don't know who is the biggest knight at the round table. Circumference. Ah, there you go. I like that one. Yeah, I like All that. Right. All right. All right. Yeah. One, one more. One, oh. one more. One more. One more. It's open hey, mic night. My favorite. When when is uh when does a joke become a dad joke? I don't know. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. Ah. Right. Yeah, right. That was worth waiting for. Yeah, All totally right, thank worth you. It. Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Big Richie. How are we doing this morning? Yeah, good, good, Big Richie. What's going on? Uh, I got a couple jokes for you. All right. All right, Big Richie. All right, what's the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? Uh, yeah, don't tell that one. You can't tell that one. <laughs> you can't tell. Well, the first half is fine. Yes. <laughs> yes, He. go ahead. Right, go, ahead with the, go ahead with the first part of it. A pickpocket snatches watches. Yeah, okay, there you go. There, there you go. go. That all right. Oh, there you go. Okay, it's all, right. all you got to say. Yeah, all right. Rock 102, <laughs> good morning. Is this? Hey, it's Dylan from where? Hey, Dylan, what's up? Hey, uh, I just had a comment. I wanted to say Steve is looking really good on the uh, new Duncan uh, advertisement on Facebook. And uh, I was thinking back, you might want to, you know, go with Steve to the gym. Hey, you know what I was wow. thinking? I'm going to hang up on you. Oh! Uh, Rock 102. Oh! Oh, 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 oh did oh, I do that? Yeah. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Shannon from Checkmate. Hey, hey, Shannon. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very What's good. Up? Thank you. Um, I just wanted to vote and say that I think you, that you absolutely should do five minutes of comedy. Because if you think about it, you, you'll blink and it'll be over. And then you can sit around and wallow in self-pity for the rest of the night. And it'll be a win-win for everyone. Yeah, un- unless I eat a big bag of Jack Squat on stage, then it's not exactly uh, sitting yeah. comfortably for the next two and a half hours. <laughs> you know, Can I vote on something else? I'm I'm a listener that probably has one of the more longer commutes. I listen all the way down to North Haven, Connecticut, when the signal goes out. Wow! wow. And I think Marty should join the show. I want to know when he's coming on. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, hey, you, you never know what's going to happen around here. We only have him on when he's uh, like promoting something, like a I don't know, say a show yeah. on a Thursday night for a twenty dollar meal ticket. Yeah, have you ever heard of that one? Yes, I have. Have you ever been there? <laughs> when when it's all three of you guys, it's ten out of ten. Like I'm ready to drive off the side of the road. I'm laughing. Oh, so hard, what is so. it now with just the two of us? 
Man, you're tough. You're a tough lady. Have a nice ride to North Haven. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi there. This is Darren from East Longmeadow. Hey, Darren. Darren. East Longmeadow or East Longmeadow? East Longmeadow. Okay, there you go. All right, I got a really bad but clean dad joke for you. All right, let's hear it. All righty. Why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on the sides of their ships? Why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on the side of their ships? Exactly. So when the fleet comes into port, they can scan the Navy in. Ah, nice. There you go. See, that was, yeah. that was very, very, very good. Uh, Rock 102. Uh, oh, he followed the rules. He did. He yeah, totally did. Yeah, Rock yeah. 102. Good morning. Is this? Hey, good morning, boys. It's Vince the Plumber. Hey, oh, Vince, what's there up? Not much, not much. I'm doing. I'm do. I got to do some shout outs because I got some new listeners for you. I got John over here from Cross Connection. I got Kevin over here. We're all just hanging out at the office right now. I got Natalie chilling with us too. Um, and then we got a shout out to all the uh, all the plumbing supply houses today. <laughs> Natalie gave oh, you a whoop our, whoop. There you go. That's good. Well, yeah, we got the whoop whoop in there. <laughs> and then uh, don't forget, we got a shout out to our Lord Savior Jesus Christ for Kenny, for Keith over there at uh, Plimpton and Hills. <laughs> all right, you know oh, what? Uh, you guys, too. you guys appear to be having yeah, your Richard. own show over there. Yeah, I, 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 we're we're trying, dude. We're trying. Listen, I don't usually <laughs> gear my material, but I got a joke for you. You ready? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Right, we so got a joke, guys. This is the plumber joke, okay? Yes, okay, okay. All right, so there's this lawn supervisor out on a sprinkler maintenance job, and he started working on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench. Well, then just then, his little apprentice leaned over and said, you can't work on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch wrench. Well, this infuriated the supervisor, so he went and got fourteen, volume 14 of the Kinsley <laughs> Manual, and he reads it to him and says, the Langstrom 7-inch wrench can be used with a Finley sprocket. And just then, the little apprentice leans over and says, It says sprocket, not socket! Ah! <laughs> you're, you're not really a plumber, are you? Because <laughs> yeah. a plumber would be dying right now. All right, I got it. Have a good weekend, Have a good Rich. one, boys. All right, All right. there you go. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? You fellas talking to me? Hey, there we go. What's oh, up? That was a little creepy. Hey, question for Steve. Yes? I know I've heard you talk about this, but... Did you ever purchase those 30 ribeyes for 40 bucks in the back of some sketchy trailer truck in some isolated back? No, but I, I sold about 50 of them one day. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong uh, with a little sliced shaved ribeye? Nothing wrong with that yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. No, there isn't. There isn't. I, I hear they're they're advertising again coming back to town. I was wondering if it's worth a purchase or not. Well, I mean, if you feel comfortable with a uh, man who doesn't speak much and takes your credit card and calls it into a call center somewhere, I think you'll be happy with your purchase. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe All right. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm selling the sizzle on it. You sure are. As, as sizzling there as those go. ribeyes are going to be when you get them on your grill. All right. Have a good weekend. Okay, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is David the Plumber. David the Plumber. Oh, David okay, David. The plumber. Okay. Want to know how's it flushing today? I got a joke for you. 
Okay. Yeah, his lawn supervisor was out on a sprinkler maintenance job, and he started working on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench. Well, just then, his little apprentice leans over and says, you can't work on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch wrench. Well, this infuriated the supervisor, so he went and got four, volume 14 to the Kinsley manual, and he reads it to him and says, the Langstrom 7-inch wrench can be used with a Finley sprocket. Just then, the little apprentice leaned over and says, it says sprocket, not socket. He's laughing. That guy's that's a real the, plumber. That's the plumber right there. there. Go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, successful. Very successful. Line, successful. There you go. It's 724 <laughs> with Bax and Nagle at Rock 102. Rock 102 is your home for New England Patriots football. Monday, get up to a 5,000, uh, technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Hang on. I'm just getting the update from my kid. The dog ate the fish food. Could you get more today? <laughs> more dog or more fish food? Well, I... I Listen, I've spent uh, probably several hundred dollars on training classes and all these things, and uh, yet this dog still holds me hostage inside of my own home. I have to lock my trash up, and I have to now, obviously, uh, the fish food. Yeah. You've been wallied. That's what I call it. The problem with your dog. Yeah. Is he's got big dog energy. That's what it is. You know what it's it is? BDE. Got the BDE, yeah. and he's swinging it all over the place. Yeah, he's swinging it left and right. Yeah, and he and he, and he realizes that if you're out of the house, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he do any damn thing he wants. Yeah. You know why? Because I got BDE. You got BDE, big dog, dog. energy. Mm-hmm. Now, you've uh, you've got fish, right? You've I, Have you ever smelled fish food? Yeah, well, it's this is putrid. This is like beta food. It's not as bad as it is with the, uh, uh, the flake stuff. The flaky stuff is just disgusting. I mean, it, it, you know, if the dog eats that, then good on him. Yeah, that's your problem. Uh, you know, I don't know, like what to do. I like I've tried everything. Well, I think what you got to do, Steve, is you got to put your foot down and take control. Your dog is running the show. You got a beta fish that needs uh, that needs food. You need to become the master beta owner uh, of the house. Oh, believe me. I've, I'm a master beta in my own right. You're going to have to be. Yeah. You're going to have to really assert your own BDE. Yeah. Who's going to be the big dog in the house? What is the this, dog or you? What does this dog think he is? You know, and and then all of a sudden when you confront him about it, he's like, well, I, I, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, huh, you know. Like, the, the fish what? ate its own food. Oh, you, it was there on the floor. It was already there. As if I dropped it. You know, he's making me. How, uh, how, where is the uh, fish food normally stored? Well, it's usually on the counter next to the fish tank where the fish is. It's so a little do- tiny little fish tank. It's probably like a little, like, like five gallon tank with a little uh, beta fish in it. Okay. You can't put more than one in there because they'll kill each other. So the dog, I mean, it's a bit larger sized dog, was able to get onto the counter. He'll take whatever he wants. If you leave it there, he will oh, take this, it. This dog needs to be taught a lesson. Yeah. You know how many people have come over my house and have lost something because of that dog? Mm-hmm. Like uh, people have brought over uh, Entenmann's cakes. Gone. People have brought over pumpkin pies. Gone. Really? You can't leave anything out. He will eat any edible food or fish food, apparently, too. Yeah. See, my dog's not like that. He'll just yeah. stare at you. 
while you're eating the food. Yeah. He'll just look at you. Just look at you forever. Well, I mean, one of the worries Not is even blink. he's going to get into something one of these days that could kill him. And mm-hmm. he ate that tax. He didn't eat the taxidermy piece. He broke the piece off the taxidermy piece. You said to me, hey, uh, my friend knows a thing or two about taxidermy stuff, and that's not good for dogs. Luckily, he didn't chew it. He just broke the leg off. Yeah. They use crazy chemicals yeah. for taxidermy. And, 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 right. And you're, you're lucky. But this dog uh, is going to do himself in one of these days, and there's really nothing I can do about it. Honestly, I don't know what else to do. I, I've taken this dog to training. I have taken this dog uh, into a crate mm-hmm. at one point, uh, and that uh, none of that seems to work. Shock collar? Got a shock collar, mm-hmm. but I didn't even use the shock part. I only used the uh, beeper part. Oh yeah, it's got a it's got a beeping sound. I, I don't think, want to shock the dog. I don't well, want to nobody wants to dog. shock the dog. But if the yeah. dog is not learning in any other way, sometimes drastic measures have to be taken. So when the dog just even looks at the counter, you zap him full of twenty thousand volts and see how he likes that. I guess so. I don't know. You know Who's going to swing the big de in the house uh, the most? You or him? I don't know. Four hundred bucks for a dog whisperer. Who really just yelled into his ear. Yeah. Okay. All right. Didn't whisper anything. A uh, woman was arrested after. Yeah, he, he whispered, go get that bed, that box of intimates. Yeah. We'll split it. I whisper to him all the time. I'll see you at the Rainbow Bridge, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wind up beating something one of these days. It's going to do you in. <sighs> Uh, a woman was arrested Wednesday after it was determined she was under the influence while operating a vehicle. Just before 1 p.m. on Wednesday, troopers uh, Jonathan Blanchard and Timothy Fanion, assigned to state police in Springfield, were called to a motor vehicle crash at the Agawam Rotary on Route 57. Upon arrival, troopers identified the operator of the vehicle as 45-year-old Catherine Hansen of Enfield. According to police, while attempting to assess the situation, troopers immediately observed Hansen's attitude to be aggressive and belligerent. Why are you pulling me over for why do, you, why do you solve a real crime? Uh, while engaging in conversation with Hansen, authorities detected signs of impairment of both alcohol and drugs. Hansen became increasingly combative during the interaction and kicked Trooper Fanion, leading her to be restrained and handcuffed on the ground. She further resisted arrest by spitting in the direction of the officers. Oh, that's a mistake. After being brought under control, Hansen was taken to the Springfield Barracks for booking during the search of her vehicle. Troopers discovered a loaded 45 caliber pistol, firearm parts, multiple magazines, and hundreds of rounds of various ammunition. Notably, Hansen was not licensed to possess firearms. Further investigation into the crash uh, that revealed Hansen was driving at a high speed when she collided with another vehicle in the rotary, injuring several occupants of the unsuspecting vehicle. These injured individuals were brought to nearby hospitals for treatment. He or she was uh, scheduled to appear at Westfield District Court on charges uh, of all kinds of things. There's like a list of 15 charges here <laughs> that she's got going on. But you look at this take, the picture of the take. Yeah. It's like Annie Oakley here. She must have like well over 100 rounds of ammunition. One firearm and uh, the magazines. And not like glamour. I'm talking about like a like a, a firearm magazine. Well, you know, Steve, I think it, uh, there's something kind of sexist about assuming that a woman couldn't be uh, have a loaded arsenal of handguns and weaponry uh, as, as much as any other man. 
I guess so. You know, I mean, if a, a woman is perfectly capable of uh, you know wielding a deadly weapon as any other as anyone. Yeah, but she's only got seventy percent of the weaponry that a man would have. Well, I know. I I uh, I, I applaud uh, her moxie. And I'm looking at the also looking at this evidence picture, and the state police put their little badge and then the troop number. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, Massachusetts State Police B three among all of these items. It almost makes it look like that's one of the items they pulled out of her car. Hey, look at this. Are you, are you impersonating a state police officer, hey, too? Hey, Trooper Fanion, check this out. She says she's you. What a serendipity find. <laughs> we found our badge and our troop number in here. Let's put this in part of the evidence. We haven't seen we haven't seen a cop lose this much stuff since uh, Officer Bumbles. Ah. <laughs> well, I wanted to put my badge somewhere. But I had to poop so bad. And I accidentally left it behind <laughs> in the bathroom. Whoopsie. My, My bad. bad. Uh, after hearing from the prosecuting and defense lawyers, a Northampton Superior Court judge has sentenced Cara Rentala to prison for manslaughter of her wife, Anna Marie Cochran Rentala. Hampshire Superior Court Judge Francis Flannery has made the decision to sentence Rentala to no less than 12 years and no more than 14 years in prison. Rentala does get credit for the seven and a half years that she's already served in confinement. Judge Flannery called the killing especially brutal. Uh, There's no legal remedy that will make you whole again, said Judge Flannery to Anna Marie's family. Uh, Victim impact statements were read aloud from Anna Marie's family members during Thursday's sentencing, all pushing for the maximum sentence. However, Kara and Anna Marie's adopted daughter, now 16-year-old Brianna, gave her own impact statement, pleading for her mother's immediate release. I cannot live without my mom, and I need her. Having my mom back home means the world to me, and I'm asking you to release my mom right away and let her live with me for good. Uh, You can't deny this was a circumstantial case. Uh, there was no witness to this case, and there was no confession. There was no video. This is uh, the DA's. Uh, okay. The uh, <clears throat> There's no silver bullet of DNA or fingerprints that conclusively determined that Kara had done this, so it made a difficult case from square one. That was probably the hardest part. Yeah. Once you mixed paint with blood and all of that stuff, you now have dis- basically destroyed evidence, and that's why it was probably so hard to figure out yeah. What happened, you know? And this is why, this is the fourth time. This is finally the fourth time, and hopefully this family can get some yeah. closure for this. But, you know, uh, oddly enough, when you hear the sentencing, and uh, like, you know, 12 years plus time served, is that yeah. what it really winds up being? Yeah. So she's after only, all is said and done, was it five years? She'll probably get five years, and then, you know, you get good behavior, so she'll be out in a couple of years. Maybe I she'll mean, enjoy that beer that I saw her uh, trying to enjoy at the Northampton Brewery that Second time she was uh, acquitted. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, that uh, that seems. I mean, it's a it's a murder charge. It seems like a very light sentence. Well, it's involuntary manslaughter, so that carries a lesser charge than let's say, right. uh, okay. you know, regular manslaughter or whatever. I don't know what the you know about your manslaughter is, right? The voluntary, the involuntary. That's about it, and that's about it. <laughs> Uh, A section of Leo Drive in Chicopee was temporarily closed on Thursday as law enforcement officers conducted an investigation into a suspicious item. According to a public information officer uh, from Chicopee, the call was related to a party cleaning out a residence and discovering gunpowder left behind by the previous owner who had used it for reloading ammunition. At the party? That's a hell of a party. That is a party. 
uh, no, it's a party cleaning out, like a party oh, of people. Oh, I thought I thought they were having like a party with like a fudgy the whale ice cream cake and no. weapons. Given the uh, nature of the investigation, the Massachusetts State Police were called in to provide assistance. Authorities have confirmed there is no immediate threat to the residents in the area, and the gunpowder has been safely removed by the state police. I don't know. Uh, there was a detonation yesterday in Westfield that supposedly a lot of people heard all the way to Ludlow. It's like an official detonation? Yeah, it was or one like of someone like pl- blowing firecrackers no, off the driveway? It sounds like the, the police, I don't know who, what agency was. Was there, I mean, Westfield police posted about it on their Facebook page, but there was no really clear on what they were blowing up. Hmm. But I'm guessing it's stuff like this. You know, it's it's gunpowder, it's ammunition, it's fireworks or mm-hmm. whatever. They destroy it by, I want to be that cop. I love stuff when it gets blowed up. The guy who, yeah, they blow it all up. Yeah, I like when things get blowed up. Yeah. Blow it up real good. I like busting out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like it. I want to be that guy. You, you remember how high, high uh, anxiety job that probably is? Blowing stuff up? Blowing stuff up or diffusing bombs or something like that. Oh, well, that's a different thing. You know, if you're like on the bomb squad and you're trying to make sure something doesn't blow up, yeah, that's a whole lot scarier than being the guy that lights the wick. Yeah. I want to be that guy. I don't know where I heard this quote, but it was from a bomb guy uh, when they asked him, like, you know, well, how do you feel about doing this job? And he goes, well, I'm either going to be right or I'm not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, like, he just kind of accepted his fate as this could be the every time could be the end, but had no uh, seemingly fear about it. See, if if a if a job opened up on the bomb squad, I would probably not ask for an application. That would not be me. Right. I don't because yeah, you know, one you need tools, and then you need to be steady handed, and uh, you need to have like uh, you like ice in your veins. Yeah, I don't have any of those things. I'm a coward who shakes and trembles. You would be, uh, you would be like uh, Roger Murtoff sitting on the toilet, and uh, you need like a rigs to come in and help you pull you off the yeah. toilet before the toilet blows up. Right, and then when it happens, I say, yeah. "I'm getting too old for this." I'm getting too old for this, isn't it? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and that was another thing. I realized somebody else, uh, somebody else uh, posted a meme about how old those people were. He was <laughs> yeah. only like 45 when he said that. Which isn't too old. No, it's not too old at all. But I guess for a cop, it's probably old because you all the. Things oh, you're already you already got with. the countdown going at forty five. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. It's going to be uh, crappy and rainy all weekend long. Highs in the uh, lower sixties. It's fifty three right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock one hundred two. Ah, yeah. We know you're busier than Rock at seven fifty five, and Blue Oyster Cult. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. A lovely New England weekend on tap with uh, rain showers all weekend long and high in the low 60s. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, we have said this before when we have busy shows. It's just, you know, too much pork for just one fork. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Today's one of those days. Dr. Wes Chesterson is going to be in here in just a few minutes. We also have uh, Chris Kelly and Beth Ward from MGM coming in later on the uh, in the hour. And we also have uh, a prize to give away. A, a, price. Di- a damn good one, by a the way. A good one? Yes. What? Yes. Joe Bonamassa is going to be coming to Symphony Hall on November 24th. Yeah. Uh, right after the right after Thanksgiving. He'll be joining us uh, on the phone during the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, the dude puts on an amazing, 
amazing show, and we have tickets to that show right now. Tenth caller at 293-1021 gets to see Joe Bonamassa at Springfield Symphony Hall on November 24th. Good luck to you. That sounds like a good deal. It'll be a great deal. Um, yeah, okay. We'll talk about something later on. Yeah. We got to get the winner and all that. We got to get all that stuff. Yeah. And plus the, uh, the right. doctor is, uh, the doctor will see you now. No, we'll see the doctor soon. <laughs> that's how that's going to work. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Would you mind saying that again? Rock 102 wants to know, what would you say? You from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor power headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest with you. I've been torn this week in trying to determine my weekend plans. I'm in the midst of a difficult inner struggle. While I've been confronted with multiple options to choose from, I have been deeply tormented by the difficult choice of whether to attend tomorrow's New England Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony or whether I should go see the Taylor Swift movie instead. Up until yesterday, this was an impossible decision. Do I readily join in the celebration of the impending enshrinement of longtime Patriots offensive line coach Dante Cernecchia and former Patriots linebacker Mike Vrabel? Or do I bite the bullet and watch the uplifting film documentation of Tay-Tay's thrilling history-making pre-Travis Kelsey performance during her highly anticipated Errors concert tour? Tough choice. That was until yesterday when I learned that due to the forecast of inclement weather, the Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony has been moved indoors and will therefore no longer be open to the public. I happen to be part of the public. And now, because of the threat of a few raindrops, the ceremony is only open to people like family and friends and those who are associated with the Patriots. Listen, I've seen the Patriots play in every possible meteorological situation imaginable. Rain, snow, high-velocity winds, blinding fog, and yet... They closed the ceremony off from the public, the very public who sat there and watched them play in that weather for the last 50 years? Please. Hell, even Taylor Swift played Foxborough in the pouring rain, and she didn't back off like a bunch of tender former football players. She kept going with more exciting production and momentum than the entire Patriots offense has seen in its entire season. And yet, they're moving the ceremonies indoors and shutting off the rest of us to stand outside. In other words, I guess my decision over the weekend plans have suddenly been made for me. While I would have loved to have spent the day in Foxborough, I will instead be watching Taylor on film during a solemn period in her life where she probably couldn't have identified Travis Kelsey in a police lineup. So thanks to the Patriots for leaving me with no other choice, no other options, but to enjoy the greatest damn concert film ever recorded. I sure hope you people stay dry, because I promise to be moistened with my tears. But hey, and if my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only sells steel chainsaws, they service and repair them too. Steel chainsaws, ego battery-powered chainsaws too. Need your chainsaws sharpened? Get extra service from trained chainsaw technicians at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Whitesnake with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, rainy today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Lovely weekend in New England, and it's 54 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, before we get into uh, this next uh, thing with uh, Dr. Wes Jesterson, it's, uh, it is incumbent upon me to tell you that the $1,000 keyword to cash is the word free. That's free, as in 
F-R-E-E. For those of you who have never seen anything free or have seen that word actually spelled out, free. Go to the Keyword to Cash Contest page on rock102.com. Enter the word free for a chance to win 1000 bucks. You'll have until midnight tonight to enter that for $1,000. It's the Keyword to Cash brought to you by Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, here he is. Ooh, Ooh, it's the boy. sound of familiarity. <laughs> familiarity. Familiar. Familiar. How do you You've say heard that? it before. No, nah, I've, I've familiar. Seen... Now you got Whatever. me messed up. Yeah. In the, in the studio with us is Dr. West Chesterson. Good to see you. Thanks. Good to see you guys. Yeah. What's happening? Not too much, well, man. Not, not much with us, but apparently you've got a whole lot going on. Life's though. been crazy, man. It's Just been a little weird lately. Just got off a tour. Yeah. Tell I was, us about that. I was out with Willie Nelson all summer. Did you smoke weed with Willie Nelson? I did not smoke with Willie Nelson. See, because I would think like a whole bunch of agriculture would have been lost between the two of you. Well, yeah, we cleared some trees. That's for (laughs) sure. I mean, the crew did. You know, I got to know the crew and the crew aren't any, you know, slouches themselves. So, yeah, we did. We got some work done. All right, so uh, tell us about it. Tell us about the tour. Tell us how you got to do all this. All right, so I got a buddy who's a friend of mine's the production manager of uh, the whole thing. So he hired me. He knew I... You know, had some accounting experience, so I became the tour accountant. So uh, basically, I, I had very little information as to exactly what I was going to be doing. Uh, I got on a plane. I flew to Wisconsin. I met 11 strangers, got on a tour bus, and just started rolling out doing shows. Very cool. It was fun. Yeah, it was great. And uh, the crew is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I made all these people that I met were just the nicest, most like chill people. You'd, you'd have to imagine. You'd have to be kind of relax to be on Willie's tour. I would think you'd have to be like any type A personality would like stand out like a real sore thumb. Yeah, there's not too many of those going around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, uh, where did you, so you started out where and and where did you go through? All right, we started in Wisconsin in the end of June. So Willie's 90, you know, he does, uh, he can only go out for a couple weeks, yeah, two and a half weeks at a time. So we go out for two, two and a half weeks, then we come home home for a couple weeks. Uh, So we start in Wisconsin and then we went down to St. Louis, Arkansas and then across Texas and then we were off. Yeah. But um between Arkansas and Dallas, the the air conditioning quit on the bus and it was like a hundred degrees out. Yeah. Ugh. So it was like we dubbed it the Meat Wind Express. That's what we call <laughs> the it. The Meat Wind Express. <laughs> it smelled like rotting meat inside yeah. of the bus. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. Well, well a bunch of uh, I would imagine it's mostly men on this bus, right? Uh mostly there were we we did have three women along with us. But but mostly men emitting a BO that would probably uh, Oh, oh yeah, it would choke a small elephant. Yeah. yeah. Like an instant pot. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you know what the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, usually that the, we have these uh, air fresheners in the back lounge yeah. that we keep, and the uh, the wafting of the air yeah. fresheners uh-huh. that we use, they're organic and green, and uh, they come through the cabin, and they kind of take care of most of the other odors. So sometimes that is worse than yeah. whatever the regular odor is. Well, everyone's so high, nobody cares. Yeah, that's true. Well, that may yeah. that may very well be, but I mean, even uh, with the the smell of being high. Yes. And there is a there is a there is a there is an odor of it. I mean, you got three women on that bus. Yeah, didn't they just want to like throttle you guys if we're stinking the thing up? They, you know what? They're they're pros. They've they've all been touring for years, so yeah. they're used to this stuff. Like they knew what they're getting into, and they were like cooler than a lot of the dudes too. They were like yeah. more dudish than the dudes. Sometimes. Really? Yeah, they were cool. Now you were just the accountant. 
Well, I was so I ended up like taking over like other little roles. Like I was the guy I would go hang the dressing room signs on the doors in the dressing rooms. And then I started dealing with hospitality. And then I took over running the runners. You know, we have people that go out and get us crap if we need it. Uh, So I ended up little by little once I got the accounting thing down, which uh, was, you know, interesting. I mean, not not that complicated. Um, And I got it mostly right. I think Willie got paid. Uh, You know, it was uh, a bunch of stuff I did. All right, this is probably none of our business. No, please. All right. Willie Nelson is a 90-year-old man. Yeah. Okay? By all accounts, I thought he was 90 50 years ago. <laughs> um, at this age in, in his life, at, at 90, what are his financial needs on a tour? Like, well, what, what, like what, what kind of money are we talking about for a Willie Nelson? Yeah, does he have a rider that he has all these requirements that he needs? No, Willie's Willie's easy. Willie's, mm-hmm. the, that's the cool thing about him, you know, as you would expect. Willie's not one of these guys who's like, yeah, I need like a the, all the brown M's picked out of the yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know I what I mean? I don't need the tennis balls on my walker replaced every five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. So, no, he's he's pretty easygoing. And uh, as far as the financials, obviously, I'm under a, a strict uh, non-disclosure agreement. Oh, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Willie's Willie's doing all right. It's good to see, you know. I would, I would imagine uh, a guy who's still performing at 90 years old is probably like a special that they have at the nursing homes, like uh, they do with the casinos. <laughs> like, here's, here's a roll of quarters. Uh, we're going to put you on a bus. We'll get you lunch, and we'll take you to a Willie Nelson show. Right. Yeah. And then we'll be eating soft yeah. food yeah. after we're done. Oh, Here's the here's the van from Wingate pulling up now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. Willie's Willie's far from needing a nursing yeah. home. I don't know if you have you ever seen him? Like have you ever I seen have Willie seen live? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he so he plays the same 90 mi- or 60 minute set every night, but he's still great. Like yeah. his band, his band has been with him for 40 yeah. years. You it's, you and I were talking off yeah. the air. People don't I don't think that people realize Willie Nelson is a phenomenal guitar player. Unbelievable. Like, re- like amazing guitar player. I, yeah. I saw him back in, like, 1992, back at the uh, the New York State Fair. Okay. Yeah, it was, like, a whole show. It was Willie Nelson and Friends, and it was, like, uh, I think it was uh, the Judds, and, like, yeah. you know, it was, like, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. country music stars that he had. People who probably aren't really yeah. his friends. <laughs> but that no, was- they are, though. That's the thing. They're all, everybody loves Willie. Like, it, so the, the tour we were on, it was multi bands, you know. So like Bob Weir was on uh, the bill, uh, the Avett Brothers. We had John Fogarty on yeah. one, and we started off the first weekend. I roll in. There's Robert Plant and Allison Krauss. Wow. So like That's you know, cool. yeah, we get to St. Louis, and like um, I, I'm in the office one afternoon. The show had started. I, I was doing work. I didn't know what time it was. I didn't know what was happening. And uh, so I get this piece of paper. I have to go get signed in another office. I walk out the office door, and Robert Plant had just come off stage. And we're in this little area, and it's just me and Robert Plant. And I didn't even see him because my head's down in this paper. And I look up, and he's shirtless and sweaty, breathing heavy, just came off the stage. I look up, and we, we lock eyes, and I'm like, oh, excuse me. And I just took a left and like kept going. You didn't even talk to him. No, he said, "Excuse me." I said, "Excuse me." What do you want? Gotta talk to him. I said, "Excuse me." No, you wait till Willie goes out on stage and you'd be like, uh, "Have more like the chairlift (laughs) happen." How about that? Am I I right? Am I I right? I can see that conversation. (laughs) Hey, Robert, remember when you were in Led Zeppelin? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was great, dude. That riff from fucking from Cashmere. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Uh, That riff from Cashmere was uh, incredible. Uh, Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, but it was like moments like that happened. Like another time, we were in Forest Hills, Queens, and um, 
uh, I, our our trailer where our office was was mm-hmm. set up right next to the uh, dressing room area. Right. And uh, I look, and there was a little green lawn thing. And I go, I look out the window, and there's Bob Weir like doing Tai Chi, like ten <laughs> feet out my window. <laughs> and I'm, I just looked at it, and I just went. Well, that, that's different. And- it's You know what it is? It's like seeing people out of their element. Yeah. You know, it's like running into a teacher uh, right. like in the grocery store. <laughs> like, what? You actually are a human being and yeah. you do things like yes. everybody else does? You, you know? know what? <laughs> Again, uh, Dr. West Chesterton in the studio. It, it happens sometimes when you see someone out of that element and, and out of context. Yeah. Where you could be standing next to someone for five full minutes and not even have any idea who you're standing next to just yeah. like it's just another body as far as you're concerned until you leave and you say wait that yeah that was yeah. carl yastrzemski right. i was standing yeah, next yeah, to yeah. I, I, really which is funny he he was on the fourth show of the tour carl, <laughs> so he opened yeah i think it was in like uh yeah anyway yeah yeah he, he sang but with fogarty it, it's yeah fogarty fogarty's great by the way oh yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, there was a lot of great reviews from the uh, performance he did here at the big e did uh, you go i didn't go no. yeah he was he was ripping. I, I watched him, you know, so the cool thing is, but again, like you get used to the, after a while. Yeah. For the first week or two, I was like, whoa, 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 this, that. But then, you know, you kind of get used to it. But, you know, one of the things you get used to is having the, the all access laminate. You know, you can yeah. you can go hang out anywhere. So, like, I watched Fogarty from like the side of the stage. Yeah. And it was like the energy that guy has. And it's his kids in the band. Again, like the whole tour was this big family thing. And Willie's crew, some of those guys have been with him for 40 years. Wow. I got kind of close with the lighting guy, Bud, yeah. Buddy Pruitt, Bud Rock. And uh, just the stories these guys have were but Crazy. you but you were not granted any real meaningless uh, meaningful access to Mr. Nelson. No, I did not meet Willie. Uh Willie, you know, kind of they he hangs out, he's 90. So it it takes a lot of energy for him to do his show. Yeah. So I would he, think he, I would think all the energy. Yes, to all do the, the show. And uh I mean he's still doing great, but he, you know, he chills out most of the day. And uh, then he comes on, and he does his show, and then he gets back on his bus. And Jeez, what does he do for the rest of the day? Can I even imagine what <laughs> recreational activities that Willie Nelson might be involved in? Like I'm a sh- shuffleboard or yeah, pickleball? Yeah. yeah, pickleball. Yeah, pickleball. He's a big pickleball guy. <laughs> what a great life. That would be, sounds like a great life to live. Yeah. 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 Ooh, not Good too time. shabby. Yeah. So, so, uh, so the tour was for how long? Uh, it, so we went out again in two, two and a half week chunks and we left in the end of June and we just wrapped it up a week and a half ago, uh, in the deep South. So we went down to Florida, Mississippi and Alabama. Oh, it's lovely this time of year. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The South in the summer. Oh man. Take me down now. <laughs> I have to say whoever t- planned the tour planned yeah. it well. It was like, you know, get down there before it, while it's not sweltering. Yeah. yeah. Be- before yeah. the bus becomes the Swamp Ass Express. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which we already went through once. They're like, we won't put them through it twice. Uh, what do you got so- coming up? Uh, coming up. What's going on? Oh, I got a show down in Mystic, Connecticut. The Jealous Monk on... Uh, October 28th, Saturday. And then uh, then I'm going to go to Italy for a month and decompress. Italy? Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go cruise around Italy with a friend of mine. Because, you know, when you've been on tour with Willie Nelson all summer, you can realize, you, you can understand, it's a stressful environment. Yeah. And you're going to have to relax a little bit after <laughs> yeah. that. You need a good cappuccino rather than a yeah. bowl. Exactly, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to go jack myself up on espresso and, and you know, <laughs> run around the Coliseum. Good thing you said up this time. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yourself up. Let's yeah. try to clean this act yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, before we leave, I just want to say I brought you a, uh, a 
Willie's Reserve ornament for oh, your Christmas wow, tree. Oh, very nice. And some samples. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Right I feel bad we got you nothing. You know what? We, we have a TV commercial to tape after the show today. Oh, perfect. I think I might hit that before we it's do that. It's going to be yeah. a good one. Yeah, that'll relax you. Oh, yeah. Yes. You don't want to get nervous. You want to get you know, camera shy. I'll fit right in over at Channel 4. How about that? <laughs> uh, that'd be good. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me, as always. Absolutely. Yeah, Dr. Wes Chesterson with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Attention, football know-it-alls. You think you know, but you don't know. Angle on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the forecast because we are out of time, my friend. And we got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Cloudy skies this morning with showers developing, then off and on periods of rain with a few downpours this afternoon. High temperatures near 60 with a muggy feel. It'll become breezy as well. Then for tonight, cloudy skies, some showers, pockets of drizzle, temperatures near 50. But tomorrow, periods of rain throughout the day. It'll come down to varying rates of intensity. High temperatures tomorrow near 60. The breeze will pick up late in the day into tomorrow night with a few leftover showers. And then for Sunday, mostly cloudy, a few showers still. Not a washout, but it'll be windy and unsettled with high temperatures in the lower 50s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want. Selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Visit your local 99 restaurant today for their new fall menu with the seasonal flavors you love. Like their home-style chicken pot pie, freshly baked to order and topped with a buttery, flaky crust. Or try the new short rib mac and cheese. Visit the Nines today. Buy, build, renovate, or refinance your home with Monson Savings Bank. Their friendly and local lenders will help you find the perfect mortgage loan solution to get started. Visit MunsonSavings.Bank, your bank forever. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Get off my lawn! That's what you say, but do those leaves up and leave? Head over to Rockies for fall cleanup. Rakes and bags, pruners, a wheelbarrow. You need a new pair of gloves, don't you? This the year you get a good blower, a chainsaw? Go to Rockies for Steel, the orange and white workhorse. Battery-powered Ego blowers, trimmers, and chainsaws share the same battery, plus Craftsman Outdoor Power. Good people, rock-solid service, and all the fall cleanup gear. Rockies Ace Hardware. John Hazen here. At Hazen Paper and Holyoke, we're proud to produce the Super Bowl program cover year after year. But we're also very proud of the production we do right here in our local community, including working with the crown jewel of Western Mass, the Basketball Hall of Fame. For the last 11 years, we've produced the Entrimant Yearbook cover. You see, it's important for us to grow nationally while supporting and servicing our local community. As we come into our 100th year in business, we're continuing to grow. And that's where you come in. We want to talk to you about getting into high-tech manufacturing on the ground floor. We're proud to offer our team incredibly safe and comfortable working conditions, a shift differential premium, and you can make a two-day attendance bonus every month. Our employees are the most important part of our company, and we treat them as such. Are you ready to be treated and compensated well while doing incredibly rewarding work? Well, then today's the day to start your amazing Hazen career. Log on to Hazen.com. That's Hazen.com to get started. At Hazen, we say... Teamwork makes the dream work. 833. 
with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. After hearing from the prosecuting and defense lawyers, a Northampton Superior Court judge has sentenced Kara Rentala to prison for manslaughter of her wife, Anna Marie Cochran Rentala. Hampshire Superior Court Judge Francis Flannery made the decision to sentence Rentala to no less than 12 years and no more than 14 years in prison. She does get credit for the seven and a half years she's already served in confinement. Judge Flannery called the killing especially brutal. There is no legal remedy that will make you whole again, uh, said Judge Flannery to Anna Marie's family. Uh, <clears throat> victim impact statements were read aloud from Anna Marie's family members during Thursday's sentencing, all pushing for the maximum sentence. However, Kara and Anna Marie's adopted daughter, who's now 16 years old, gave her own impact statement pleading for her mother's immediate release. I cannot live without my mom, and I need her. Having my mom back home means the world to me, and I'm asking you to release my mom right away and let her live with me for good. Uh, she's already got seven and a half years out of <clears throat> 12. Yeah. She'll be out probably in two years. That's usually how that works, you know. It would be uh, good behavior. And, I know, I know. Um, I mean, I'm sure that's not satisfying for the uh, the victim's family, but that's that's the way the court works. That's just the way of the world. If you don't like it, you we'll bring you back to trial again. Four for times, time. three more time. times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I mean, you got to hand it to the to the DA's office. You know, you finally get this done. After all of these mishaps and and things that happened along the way, right? I'm I'm glad I'm glad it worked out because if we were in another hung jury situation, it is would you do it again? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe I mean, maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. Is she? I mean, I, I assume that because it's a, a murder trial, that she's eligible for an appeal. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I think everybody gets an appeal. Okay? Yeah, I know. I yeah. just it's like someone would like. Uh, there are some people who would really like to see closure in a case like this, right? But I don't know if there ever really is. A uh, man was arrested after stabbing a woman in Northampton on Thursday afternoon, according to the Northwestern DA's office. Forty-one-year-old Russell Scott Mayo of Ware was arrested Thursday afternoon after a Northampton police captain ran out of the Center Street station upon hearing a woman screaming near the corner of Masonic and Center Streets after being stabbed in the neck with needle-nose pliers. The attack uh, took place just after 2 p.m. The victim, who was bleeding profusely, informed the captain that she had been assaulted by a man who was known to her. Nearby bystanders quickly intervened, holding down Mayo until another officer arrived to make the arrest. Mayo is uh, expected to face charges of attempted murder, assault and battery of the dangerous weapon, and assault and battery of the dangerous weapon in violation of a protective order, and two counts of violating an abuse prevention order. Oh, so he's well known. Yeah. He's uh, he's had a history of this kind of thing. And and a history with yeah. this particular woman. He uh, will be arraigned today in Northampton District Court. The victim initial received initial treatment at the scene, was later brought to Bay State Medical Center for further medical attention. As of now, she's uh, reported to be in stable condition. But uh, the idea that you'd have to go through all that, <clears throat> that it uh, doesn't sound like a, a fun time no. at all. No, it doesn't. Uh, a Grubhub delivery driver in California was fired after he was allegedly seen on camera eating a customer's food that he had just picked up. Uh, 
A security camera outside uh, Mexahana's Hibachi Grill, a restaurant in Long Beach, allegedly captured a Grubhub driver digging into the customer's dinner seconds after it was picked up. This is why I wouldn't do these yeah, this, things. This guy puts the grub yeah. in Grubhub. We talked about that guy last week or a couple of weeks ago. Remember I was telling you about the yeah. guy in San Francisco? He was like a bike courier for Grubhub. And he was taking all the food out, putting his fingers in it, sealing Ugh. it back up, staples the bag back together so it looks like it wasn't untouched. Yeah. Now, you know what? I think I'm all set. I uh, think I'm all set. Uh, at one point, the driver can be seen using his teeth to tear open the bag. He then grabs his own fork and starts digging in. <laughs> Mexahana's owner, Martin Luzianilla, <laughs> says he was shocked by the footage, which was taken in the restaurant's parking lot. He took bitefuls out of each plate that was in the order. So the restaurant owner suspected something was up right after the pickup because the vehicle didn't move for a few minutes, so he went out to confront the driver. The delivery driver told Luzanilla the food was just his lunch, so the restaurant owner gave him a fist bump and walked away. Because he was like, oh, whatever, <laughs> I'm just eating my lunch. Yeah. When he- By the way, your food here is delicious. Yeah. But when he checked the security camera recording, he realized his initial hunch was right. I was mad. I was upset. The safety of my customers is number one. See, that's the thing. It's these people, these subcontractors, yeah. that are hurting the actual restaurant. The restaurant is just trying to make a sale. You don't. You don't know where this driver's uh, been. You don't know if he's got if he's yeah. sick or ill or I mean, you know what. It's, it's like it's like uh, you know his his whole mouth is all over your food now. That's disgusting. It is really gross. Uh, it's not good on our half. It's not good on Grubhub's half. It makes us as a company look bad, and that's the point. It's like, again, you're just a business owner trying to serve up your food without any issue, and you're using this because it's too much to hire somebody, to find somebody to hire somebody to deliver for you, so you hire Grubhub. Probably not the best idea. Grubhub said the delivery driver has been terminated, but his belly is full. (laughs) And now we can maybe lose some weight. I have a happy belly now. I'm okay. Uh, the company also reached out to uh, Luzanilla, adding the vast majority of our orders are completed without incident or complaint, and when things don't go as planned, we work hard to make things right. Uh, how many restaurants and food delivery services have a tamper-proof sticker to indicate if someone has tainted the meal? Ooh, that's what he did to it? I thought he was just eating it. Yeah, I thought he just put it in his mouth. Yeah. Now, now you're putting it to a whole new level. Yeah, now I'm really grossed out. I tainted the meat. <laughs> However, their effectiveness uh, varies. Yeah, not not my uh, not my cup of tea, if you will. When you think about it, though, as a customer, so your 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 food gets delivered. Let's say it's something that's like loaded with sauce. Yeah, you might not even realize someone's taking a bite out of it. No, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you, like that, you, you may not even know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm a, nah. No, no thanks. No, thank you. I'm all set. Uh, Police responded to reports of an armed man inside of a home on Edmund Street in Putnam, Connecticut. The man was identified as Jeremy Nason, 40 uh, years old. According to police, Nason did reside at this home. When officers arrived on scene, gunshots were heard from inside. There was phone contact with the people inside that assured officers no one was injured. A short time later, everyone exited the home, including Nason. The investigation revealed that Nason was a convicted felon. He was uh, illegally in possession of a handgun and responsible for firing off rounds. No additional uh, details are available and no additional arrests are expected. Uh, Nason was charged with criminal use of a firearm, reckless endangerment of first degree, and unlawful discharge of a firearm.
just shooting rounds off inside your home as for fun. That's not legal? Apparently not. Just if, you, if you're a convicted felon, you're probably mm-hmm. not even supposed to have a firearm. I guess. Ah, well, it takes the fun out of uh, owning an illegal gun. But this guy uh, looks like he, uh, you know, just smoked some of that Willie's Reserve that Scortino <laughs> left here. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, little, uh, little. Hey, uh, man, let me just fire the gun. Go- pow, 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 pow. Look at that. It made holes in the ceiling. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> you're uh should we end it here or what? Uh, yeah, what are we doing? sure. All yeah, right. Yeah. It's uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be rainy all weekend long with highs in the lower 60s. It's 54 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. At Patera Subaru on Riverdale Street in West Springfield, it's all about you. We are so close to Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 849 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy all weekend long with the highs and the low 60s. It's 56 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, a couple of things. As uh, as we're now all aware, I believe we're like 31 days away from the Mayflower Marathon. That's crazy. Something like that? Yeah. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm also the guy that's steadfastly believing we're in the 30th anniversary of the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. Even though the math has got us bamboozled. We're going to go with 30. But, of course, this is going to be now our second year at MGM Springfield. And in the studio with us right now is uh, is Chris Kelly. And Beth Ward is here, too. I'm not letting you not say nothing. But uh, it's great to have both of you here. Good to see you. Great to be here, guys. And uh, thank you for giving me the mic. Uh, Beth is here giving me moral support. And just want to say last year was an amazing experience for us. We've had this circled on our calendar for a long time. It was a record year. And we're looking forward to doing even more this year. Well, so so this year, it, we're, it is... To our best recollection and to our best, you know, it's the 30th anniversary. So it's a big it's a big deal for us. But we're going to try to do some things this year that we have not done uh, that are a little bit different. Some of those things I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll hold back on. But one of the things that we are doing that we haven't done before is the uh, the comedy show on November 2nd. We're really, really excited about that. Uh, you know, the Roar Comedy Club has been open for a while. It's a really cool room. And then we're going to be raising funds for the open pantry there. So I want to thank you guys for allowing us to do that. Uh, we couldn't be happier. You know, first, that space is amazing for those that haven't been there. The armory is one of the coolest parts of the property built in the late 1800s. You will love it. And comedy is part of our DNA. We've had some amazing shows in Roar. We've got some amazing shows upcoming. We've got Jerry Seinfeld coming out uh, to Symphony Hall in December. So comedy is something we do very well on the campus of MGM Springfield. Yeah, actually, I uh, I opened for Steve Heitner uh, last weekend. I kind of weaseled my way into that game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he invited me back to, to open the show for five minutes. It is a great room. I am going to have a little complaint for you here, though, while Uh-oh. you're sitting here. It's kind of, you can't hear anything when you're behind the stage. Like, because that because of the vaulted ceilings in that old armory building, It's a, it, you kind of start freaking out. And you're like, I, I don't know if anybody's laughing. I can't hear anything. But if you're on the <laughs> other side and you're part of the audience, you can hear everything very clearly. And, and you know, obviously it's a good experience for the for the viewer. Maybe not so for the comedian standing backstage. Can we get a monitor back there? We'll uh, we'll absolutely work yeah, on that. You yeah. think about the armory; it wasn't purpose built back in the 1800s <laughs> for comedy shows. You don't, you don't think it's uh, a great it's a great point though um, yeah. to make sure we've got both sides of the experience uh, covered. You don't think the revolutionary uh, people came and said, uh, "Where's the sti- where's the Rodney Dangerfield?" Yeah, you do wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I believe yeah, Paul wonder. Revere showed yeah. up there and said, "Hey, can at least do five minutes opening up for Washington?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just want to do five good minutes. But uh, no, that's I've I've seen a couple of comedy shows there. In fact, the last uh, Free Music Friday show 
uh, it had to be moved in there because of of the rain, and it wanted to be in a perfect place to have even just music. It's a really as a really great room to do it. Yeah, intimate show. We had LFO. It was the last show of the year. I want to thank you guys. You helped us kick off a record-breaking Free Music Friday season. As you know, we're going to be bringing it inside this winter as well. But uh, great space, great venue, and that last show was was one I'll remember for a long time. This is uh, Chris Kelly from uh, MGM along with uh, with Beth Ward, too. And this is not to to blow smoke up up, uh, at either one of you. But you know, having done a couple of Free Music Fridays, you know, last year and and this year, um, you know, many years ago, Springfield had uh, you know bike night at, at, at Stern Square, and they had big, big crowds. And for a long time, you just didn't see that for a while. But now that those shows have been a part of the Springfield culture, you're seeing these enormous crowds on a Friday night of people coming to downtown Springfield, in particularly the South End, which you know you would never, you would never have had the opportunity to, yeah. to do that. But you know, it's I think MGM has changed the culture of of downtown. It's you li- guys, it's they, lively down there. It's things it is. are going on. It, it, you yeah. know, between between MGM and the Thunderbirds and a, and, a, and and a number of other things that are going on. It's like you know, downtown is just it's a totally different experience than you know than many of us who've been here for a long time have ever felt. And, and I'm, I'm sure you know you're a local guy, Beth. You're you're. You've been around for a while. You <laughs> both. Thanks. I heard you. What do you mean? What I mean that in the most loving way. Beth knows I love her. But, but, I love you too. But yeah, but it, but it's true. I mean, there's yeah. there has been a massive culture uh, shift in Springfield as a result of of MGM's presence. Uh, well, we appreciate being a part of it, but let's just think about last weekend, right? We had Chaz Palminteri performing on property. We had a Thunderbirds game. We had a car giveaway. You have all these things happening, to your point, all at the same time. It's just a great way to introduce our city and show what we can do. And a wedding. And a wedding. You had a wedding, really? a wedding and at a wedding. the same time. It yeah. was such a great vibe, too, to be down there. And, and to your point, I mean, just to see it come alive over the years has just been incredible. And, and speaking from someone who's seen the transition and now being part of the other side, as we have talked about so often, it's just incredible to see so many people packed downtown. And that means not only good things for us and, and all that we have to offer at MGM, but also, you know, Nadim's and everything that has mm-hmm. to offer on Worthington Street and all the great bars yeah. and restaurants downtown. I uh I just found out I didn't realize the car giveaway. You do a car giveaway a week don't every you? Saturday. Every yeah, Saturday. There's not another property in the country that does that. I was gonna say I, I, I that's a lot of car. That's 52 cars a year. If it I'm, is a lot I of I cars. Do that math right? I'm usually bad about math. 52 <laughs> cars a year. Right? That's 27 <laughs> cars a year. No, 52 is right. Yeah, 52. Wow. 52 is that, right. That, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Now, now do most people. Because you probably have to, it's probably just like when we do a radio contest. You either get a cash prize or you get the car. Do most people take the cash? I would imagine. It really depends on on the car and the person. You know, we've had months in which we give away majority cars. We've had months in which we give away majority cash. The great thing is it's in the guest hands. And my favorite part, I go to almost every one, my favorite part is watching that guest win and that reaction. It just never gets old. It's a blast. Now, these are are new cars. You're not giving away like a a 30-year-old Buick. A 1983 green Granada. Yeah, with bald tires and definitely need of a muffler job brand new cars amazing yeah. brands we change it up every month see no. i would want half the car and half the cash 
So you split the car down in half. Somebody else can get the other half next week. Well, we'll all right. I can't wait. <laughs> You're going to bring your own Bondo, though. Yeah, That's the only you way might to... need a little help. With uh, that. The real important part, though, is that you're helping us out here with the open pantry of Springfield. Food insecurity is at an all-time high right now in the area. We're talking about, what, 19%? One in, one in five families in the Springfield which, area. Which is a crazy number right now, but... With your help, we do appreciate uh, the setup that you give us and, and, all, and all the people that you push outside for us to, to come and donate. Yeah, it's wonderful work that you you guys do. And your listeners, you know, you guys really do some amazing things for our community. You know food insecurity is a very big issue in western Massachusetts. We are honored to be a part of this with you. We work here. We live here um, just like those that are listening. So we, uh, we're, we're hopeful that this is a record year for us. Well, it, you know, last year when we were you know looking for a, a place to to hold this, you guys you know stepped up the plate and, and it wound up being uh, you know perfect. I told the story before of uh, you a win win. Yeah, a total win. When Terry Maxey and I were out in the uh, the lot for the first time looking at it, and the two of us just looked at each other, going, "Uh huh, yep, this is it." <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it it fulfilled every every box on the checklist, and in doing it. Uh, I, I I can't imagine a, a more smoother uh, you know, situation. Everything just went so perfect, and then to be a, at a place where you know you guys weren't just a host, you were a partner, and that made a huge difference not just to us, but it made a huge difference to the open pantry. And ultimately, I think you know listeners really responded to that because I think our enthusiasm was you know was pretty apparent on the air yeah. about you know what we were seeing and how it was happening and how it was all unfolding just so smoothly and beautifully and i think that's yeah, to me that's a, a good percentage of why it was so successful last year and i think that's part and parcel of you know our team at mgm is so embracing of this whole iconic event and we've had so many planning meetings that we've all been in together yeah. and yeah. just to see everyone come together um, there at four o'clock in the morning yeah. and the camaraderie of it. And this year, as you mentioned, the need is so much greater um, than it was even last year. So we're ready to set some records. Um, as you know, we're, you know, I'm very competitive. So this is, she this is, is what, yeah. extremely competitive. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we got together uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, you, you, your group of people, our group of people all got together and, and, and kind of, uh, you know, talk things through and the enthusiasm that I, that I could sense, with everybody in the room was uh, was really exciting. So to have you guys uh, you know back and and continuing to have us and hopefully for many 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 years to come, we we definitely appreciate you know everything you guys done for this event and and for uh, the open pantry. Well, really excited about this year. Thankful to be partners with you guys and hoping for another record breaking year. And to your point, many many years to come. Awesome, Chris Thank Kelly. You. Beth Ward from MGM. Good to see you. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's uh, 8.58 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.